Welcome to the 2019 Baldi's Awards. These are the, the, the deliberation videos. Let's see if I can say that. It's tough. Uh, we intend these things to be watched sort of after you watch the Baldi ceremony. So if you haven't seen that yet, maybe go check it out and then come back if you have questions or want to see the whole process. Uh, maybe wonder why we voted a certain way. This is where you'll get all that information. Also, we're going to spoil every single bit of everything on this list. So if you haven't seen it all, don't watch this. If you haven't seen every piece of television and film that came out this year, you probably shouldn't watch. That's not true because this is actually not intended to be a comprehensive list of everything that came out this year. It's actually just everything that we saw, either one of us saw, that came out somewhere between January 1st and December 31st, 2019. So if you're wondering, oh, why didn't X get included? It's probably because we didn't see it or it didn't come out this year. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, I think without further ado... Let's check out the Baldies. All right. This category we're talking about today is Biggest Surprise. This uh, is another subjective. They're all subjective. Spoiler. Uh, this is a category where we just rank the gap between what we were expecting from a show and what the show actually delivered. So this could mm -hmm. be uh, something that we thought was going to suck that was actually really good. This could be something that was not on our radar that really impressed us, or it could be something that you know, anything in between. It, what it can't be is something from a well-established creative pedigree, like events, you know, like like uh, El Camino can't be big a surprise because we expected great things from Vince Gilligan and Aaron Watchmen, Paul. like Watchmen can't be the biggest surprise. We just we, came off Leftovers and it's yeah, one it was, of the all-time It was one of our most anticipated stories. things for 2019. Yeah. So with that said, let's look at our list and what we've got here. Uh, as it is right now, it's The Mandalorian, The Umbrella Academy, The Witcher, The Boys, and Kingdom. Okay, question right off the bat for you. Uh -huh. Why is The Mandalorian here? Uh, okay, so The Mandalorian, the, the reason I put it on here is because I thought The Mandalorian was going to be this grim, gritty look into the seedy world of bounty hunters and it's going to be your first kind of like really adult foray into star wars universe i feel like that's kind of how it was sold or pitched or that's how it was popular conceived mm -hmm. and instead we got this kind of gentle uh like walt disney version of shane in outer space involving this uber cute baby yoda uh and a Walt Disney Seven Samurai kind of thing, yeah, it, it, or it, it, Unforgiven, it, it, like. And if you had said that, like you know, Star Wars fans are expecting some like big badass Boba Fett thing, and then they got like uh, Teletubbies being babysat by a guy in armor. Uh, usually, that's a that's a recipe for people to be pissed off. Instead, mm -hmm. grizzled Star Wars veterans, younger Star Wars uh, fans, people who are just into cute shit. Like Mandalorian grew the brand mm -hmm. and was delightful and good in a way that I did not expect it to be delight. So it's it's technically a surprise. Also, let's say we just came off of your certainly most hated Star Wars movie. Yeah, I th well, even I mean, Attack the of the Clones. Are, no, I, the, the prequels are worse than any of these. Okay, just just in a terms of dialogue and basic <laughs> things, they got a lot of things wrong. But okay, yeah, of no. the new trilogy, yeah, uh, it's. I would say what you consider the worst. Uh -huh, um, probably Star yeah. Wars was sort of at a low point and needed a real. Its kick failure in the is complete. So let's put it that way. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, and so the Mandalorian coming out and being decent was a surprise. It was okay. Look, the Mandalorian's good. The Mandalorian is real good. It's just not. 
it's real good in the same way that like uh i don't know reading rainbow is really good or mr rogers neighborhood is wow. really good really infantilizing the mandalorian I think, here i think it, i think the mandalorian i think it was borderline ya yeah okay. it, it, was, it was like yeah it's not teletubbies it's not barney and friends okay. it's right well reading rainbow is know. not teletubbies sir Reading Rainbow is has got some some bottom to it. Show me the education in Mandalorian. <laughs> what am I learning? Uh, but yeah, I mean it's it's not adult fair, but it's also not baby fair. It's somewhere in the middle. Yeah, yeah. Star Wars Rebels. Thomas so, the Mandalorian tank engine. What? <laughs> Mando. Uh, Mando well, the tank engine. Let's talk. Let's it's take. Let's talk about the Umbrella Academy. What's your pitch for it being the biggest surprise? I had never heard of this franchise at all. Same. These characters Same. knew nothing about it. Yeah. Um, it came during a time when Netflix is just shitting out show after show after show, and I expect none of them to have like standout quality. Mm-hmm. And Umbrella Academy came along, and surprised it surprised me in how much I got into it because I'm not inclined to like superhero things that i'm unfamiliar with this is true or superhero things at all yeah or at all like it really has to have a strong hook i i need to know okay this is a character that i'm somewhat familiar with and that has made really good movies in the past and then i start to get into it like Mm spider-man um but umbrella academy had none of those qualities and it came out and i thought it was awesome for the most part yeah it's a fun subversion of like the X Men, you know, father, you know, beloved father figure brings these ragtag group. You hear you've got like a cold, distant father figure yeah. that brings together this, and it doesn't really work. They don't really mesh as a team. In fact, it's a very disillusioned. It's it's a more realistic experiment of what it would a more realistic take of what it would look like if a if a rich guy just threw together a team of mutants together that had no yeah. connection and they're all outcast and misfits. And 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 I enjoyed it a lot. Um, the Witcher. So this is surprising because number one, I'm not aware of a really good video game adaptation that has been made into a television series. In fact, when I yeah. hear video game adaptation, I immediately get skeptical. I don't blame so, you. This also was starring the man most famous for making a series of disappointing and depressing Superman films. So it's not like there is a lot like, oh, God, wow, the guy who uh, got pigeonholed in the genre work and made a whole bunch of shitty ones is now getting chained to this weird Polish source material polish mythology there's nothing bad about polish material uh this weird <laughs> polish uh mythology series awful it. yeah that's mm-hmm. been adapted to some video games that you know um and it's netflix which you know has a reputation for green lighting anything at this point yeah so like didn't i was when, when in fact i was very resistant when people are like are you going to get are you excited about the witcher i'm like fuck no i've never read the witcher Why would you i've be? never played the video game witcher yeah. uh i think uh, like uh, the big poster of just like you know giant superman's face and a wig didn't didn't float my boat it looked dumb yeah. but then when it came out and everybody's saying oh wow i was like oh i'm gonna watch this i'm gonna be stupid and i'm gonna shit on everybody and it's gonna be great and it sucked me in so it's weird because it simultaneously had zero expectations from people who were not familiar with the source material mm-hmm. but really high expectations from 
people who are familiar with the games. Yeah, and now that I'm like 45 hours into Witcher 3, I understand why, you know, there is a hope because there's just so yeah. like there's so many stories and characters mm-hmm. that are executed at various levels that you know, uh, yeah, I can like I said, I, I see the appeal and, and it was very very good. So there's the argument for that. Now the boys, what's what's the argument for the boys being a surprise? Again, uh, this. You know, I'm not inherently interested in these types of stories, but the boys did something I guess I haven't really seen um, in its version of superhero stories, which is to make all of the superheroes bad mm-hmm. uh, and to make them bad in ways that I did not think possible. Yeah. Um, it's, th- there are moments where Homelander is r- genuinely one of the most horrific villains yeah. I've ever seen on screen. He's he's terrifying yeah. in, in a way that, like, uh, I talked about this when we reviewed Brightburn for our spooktacular, uh, but, like, that the, the, I, I guess the first time you see a character like Superman played as a villain, you just realize just how uh, phenomenally scary they can be. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess I hadn't really seen that. Like you uh-huh. see that as you know a Superman two or whatever, where he fights the the other Sun monster. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. You see that occasionally, but this one really played that up, mm-hmm. and and down to a man really um, in these superhero groups, and the 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 willingness of it to just go over the top with things. Yes. Um. But yet somehow grounded in the powers still, because mm-hmm. like. That, that flash scene where he destroys, he obliterates this guy's girlfriend. Yeah, while he's holding her hands. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, just the, the fight with thing. the invisible man. Great, yeah, in, yeah. The, in the electronics uh-huh. store, yeah. Yeah, there's just like all, like there's all so many great ideas that's like, you know, what if someone who really liked comic books and has these what if, like what would happen and has a really twisted sense of humor? Yeah. Uh, and is willing to go to the logical conclusions yes. that most superhero stories won't. Right, right, because they got to be approved by the comics code. <laughs> right. Uh, authority. So then that brings us to Kingdom, which I think is the genuinely bi- genuinely biggest surprise. When I saw this, the only reason I... Pro- I don't- would I have watched this had it not been us doing our Netflix review? Probably not. Because I don't think that The Kingdom got a ton of press outside that, too. Right. But, like, The Kingdom came in, I'm like, okay, I'm so over zombie shit at this point, mm-hmm. and it's uh, this kind of weird South Korean adaptation of some kind of zombie lore, and it's a period piece, and I don't like, like, man, I know a little bit about Japan and China, but ancient Korea? Korea. The hell? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was one of the one of the best things I saw last year, and it was surprising in all the best ways. Like I thought, uh, the acting and characters were great. Uh, the setting was worked really well because, like, I whether it's uh, super accurate or not, like it, you know, it, it does. It doesn't have to be like you know the Koreans can make some. Look at all the shit we do to Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Like that's people talk about like how historically accurate the armor and weapons are, but it's all fucking make believe and shit. So like right. they did, they did a Lord of the Rings zombie thing in, in the, their, their medieval period. And it was fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. And it was the, one of the best new takes on zombie lore that I've seen in a long, long time. Yeah. Uh, I want to say maybe the last one that I'm interested in, but then a show like kingdom comes along. Right. Which is why it's our biggest surprise. Uh, so let's, uh, let's, let's take it to the top. Shall we? I think this list is almost exactly backwards. Ooh. Okay. 
Okay. All right. Yeah. How do you feel about that? I think Kingdom goes on top. It's clear number one. I feel very strongly about it. Do you disagree? Nope. 100% agree. That one's going to win. Okay. The Mandalorian, we talked about how it was surprising, but the only, like, the big surprise was essentially the, I guess, I don't think they marketed it in a way that said it was going to be dark and, like, you know, adult. You just saw Mandalorian and Bounty Hunters and, you know, we don't need their scum and no disintegrations and you just think it. You just think it. I thought the trailer portrayed this as more of a dark, gritty Mm -hmm. uh, tale of of bounty hunting. But that's like, you know, it also also was the the flagship show on one of the biggest – Certainly, most well-financed digital streaming <laughs> services go de- debuting. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's one of the most beloved, largest properties. It's uh, you know, Boba Fett is consistently like a fan number one, like side character of Star Wars. Like, it doesn't have a lot of surprise going for it, other than the fact that it zigged when we thought it was going to zag, and so, still somehow worked. Yeah, I think it's at the bottom. Do you have any serious objection to that? No. Okay. So now we just have, and this is sucks because you haven't seen The Witcher, but like, is right. The Witcher Academy, a, a, is The Witcher Academy, I would love to see The Witcher Academy, open up the, open up the wolf school again, let's get some more witchers, trials, everyone, trials of grass, uh, should The witch is The Witcher a bigger surprise than Umbrella Academy? How do we resolve this? I legitimately conundrum? do not know. Uh, well, okay, you don't know, you haven't seen it yourself, but just take it my word that it's 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 good. How surprised were you on hearing that this Witcher adaptation was actually good? And not only good, but it's got legs. People are still fucking talking about that, memeing about that. It regularly is hitting the front page of Reddit still. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, it's a video game, so I expect it to not be good. Yeah. Um, but also, I knew that The Witcher was a good video game, and people liked it because of the stories that it told. That's true, yeah. So, like... For me, it wasn't a huge surprise that it was good. Also, I haven't played the games. I've seen uh, my wife play a little bit of them. But Would you say one of the biggest problems with video games and uh, adaptations in Hollywood is that Hollywood doesn't take video games seriously, so they feel like they always have to fix shit? I mean, probably that's that's part of it. Yeah. yeah, and I feel like that didn't happen in The Witcher. People are just like, you know what? Let's just tell The Witcher story. But then again, I guess like there's probably people screaming at us from home saying, "Well, The Witcher's not a video game ad- adaptation. It's it's, a, it's from a well-regarded, you know, novel series." So, uh-huh. But it's not well-regarded uh from what I understand. Yeah. I understand that the novels are actually not very good, if, and if, it's the video game that popularized those stories. I wonder if that's cuz I don't know, I need to read them for myself. I know that's I know uh Everyone I've, I, all the people I respect who have read the things yeah. say that they're not very good. Were it not for the video game, I don't think anyone have would like. Right. I would not have heard of The Witcher. No, so I wouldn't either. Um, having said that, it does seem like it's having a resurgence. Like I just read that like the their publisher ordered another five hundred thousand reprints because it's it's literally flying off the shelf. But uh, yeah, I heard that the guy who who wrote the mm-hmm. books got real screwed on the video game deal. Did he really? Apparently he's getting. Yeah. A, apparently he's making bank on the the because he's credited as an executive producer of the show, so he's right. really getting. Yeah. He's really getting his money uh, from that. So I I don't know. Like, I, the I don't thing know. Is, I, I had it. zero expectations for Umbrella Academy because I'd never heard of it. So I'd never heard of Umbrella Academy or The Boys. Mm-hmm. I had heard of The Witcher, but my Witcher's expectations were negative. Yeah. So. 
I don't know how to square that. Like, I guess I think here's here's what I would do. I would I drop the Umbrella Academy down one. I'd raise the boys to number two, and then I would call it a day, because yeah, I think this is what I really want people to take away from this is if you have Netflix, you should watch The Kingdom. You should watch Kingdom. Yeah, if you're a zombie fan, I can't imagine you won't like it. Yeah, I think this is my list too. This is exactly backward from where we started. So, <laughs> well, there we go. Biggest surprise is we had the list reversed the entire time. 